Can we get a sponsor? <laughs> Wish. Sponsored by Jehovah's Witnesses. No. Sponsored by God. No. <laughs> Which technically all of us are, Sean. The only podcast endorsed by God. <laughs> <laughs> pick, wait, pick your God as well. <laughs> Choose your own God. That's the one we're sponsored by. <laughs> you know that one you believe in? You know the one that's that, the one that's that sponsored that's, that's him. That's it. <laughs> Not the other one. Fuck <laughs> that, that other one. The other ones aren't real. Like yours, <laughs> which is definitely real, has a, a believable history and canon. I hope we're recording that. We are. Welcome to The Legend of Things, a podcast about video games, cool media, and disaster movies with the phrase, we have to warn them. And these are your hosts, Sean, Jonathan, and Danny. Sean, go ahead. One, two, three, four. Four. Richard Nixon's right hand. That's good enough. John. Okay. Uh, one, two, three, and four. Oh, Possibly no. with Richard Nixon's right hand. No. No? No. What about his left? His right hand doesn't work. What about his Cocker Spaniel? Does he have a Cocker Spaniel? He did. What the hell is its name? Dick. Fuck it. Remember. No, uh, it wasn't Bucket. That was I a wish it was Callback. Wah, wah. Oh, fire End of podcast. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. little bit of clipping. So What's clipping? Yeah, what does that mean? Uh, when you talk too loud and it distorts. Oh. oh. How loud the... I see. Like a John Cena <laughs> situation. <laughs> <laughs> exactly like that. Yeah. I know who that is. Oh, you don't know the John Cena thing? <laughs> I know he's a wrestler. Yeah. Right? And he was in the Marine. Excellent, excellent film. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Did you see it? No. Uh, I've seen the cover of it on yeah, Netflix when yeah. I go past it. His head is like a. It looks like a milk else. carton. <laughs> like it's just really boxy, <laughs> right? Like <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, it is. I, it's more milk juggish, actually. Yeah, right? like a liter. No, no. gallon. <laughs> a gallon liter. Where are we? We. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Fucking leader cola. Uh, okay. Welcome to the Legend of Things, episode three. Let me ask you guys. Yeah. When we did the first episode a week ago, did you ever think that we would make it to three episodes? Yes. No. Okay. No. Nope. Mm, there's a disparity here. I want you to discuss your we're thoughts split. on this. Yeah, yes. I didn't think we were going to because it's really hard to get three adults in one place at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Try running a D&D game yeah. or planning something. <laughs> running a business. <laughs> at least there there's an incentive to show up like yeah. you're paying people. We hopefully. are not paid here. That that I think that's the reason I'm being paid. Oh. You guys aren't getting paid. We're doing that we, thing. We are sponsored. We're well, oh, no, I don't think. By your god. Perfect. Your god. Yes. Yes. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thumbs up from your God. That was sound that it made. <laughs> Whatever it may be. It could be money. It could be like a Neil Gaiman American God situation. Oh God, I love that book. Maybe one. Yeah, or one is the internet. Because mm-hmm. that was one of the later gods they ran into. Yeah. That book is oddly sexualized for no reason. I really like that book. The sex- weirdly sexualized parts? No, just... I don't even remember how it was weirdly sexualized. It was weird. Are you sure? Yeah. My friend who doesn't talk bought that book for me. Oh. 
It's a good book. That's all I have to say. Interesting. <laughs> I read it. So long, I did yeah. read it a long time ago. That's a glowing recommendation from him. Then. It is. Yeah, absolutely. He was like, Danny, and then just handed me the book. <laughs> and I was like, wow. <laughs> okay, we're on to something here. Like, this is the most we've discussed anything, and only <laughs> you said one thing. Nice. You've been my roommate for three years. <laughs> uh, just, okay. We're going to get into The Division this week. Um, by the time this comes out, it will have been out probably a couple, couple weeks. weeks. Uh, there's a lot to talk about, mm-hmm. not least of which is the newly discovered by us book, the companion book, which yeah. we talked about in the last episode, but we're all stoked about it, like teenage girls mm-hmm. on uh, it's posters like a, of, um, oh, I'm losing it. Vampire werewolves. There we go. The boys from those movies, Twilight. Ah, there's the, I don't know. This is a quality production. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it rolling. <laughs> the Division was really good. I, I was not going to buy it. I was in the John camp of not wanting to buy The Division. Right. And then all my friends, including you, were like, I'm buying The Division, and yeah. that's what I'll be doing with my life. Right. And I didn't want to be left out <laughs> because that was my childhood. Oh. But <laughs> So I bought The Division, and GameStop had the deal where you trade in a game, and I was looking at my games, and I beat Dying Light a year and a half ago and haven't opened it since. Yeah. So I was like, that's one of the games. Yeah. I'll get 25 off. And I had, like, a random gift card for $12 that I got from someone's grandma. And went and got The Division and have been liking it since. It's great. And actually, um, Dying Light, I also traded in and played with you. Yeah. And, but I never beat it because it was a subpar game, <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah. I think, okay, so... It was repetitive. Much like The Division, I find its strength to be in playing with your friends. And that's why I think there's a lot of peer pressure to buy it from other people. Because The Division on its own, it's okay. It's good. It's a good game. It's fun. Um, But I think really the strength lies in playing with your friends, which I have yet to do. Because we've tried to play twice. We did, didn't we? No, we got booted. We got booted. So, um, should we talk about how how much fun the loading screens are and everything first? It is... Um, beautifully rendered. Really nice. The loading screen. <laughs> Strong. It's um, a lot of oranges and blacks, blacks. Yeah. in there. I got really uh, close to it, and it actually has some depth, which is cool. Like, mm. I just got right up in my TV. Like, yeah. Right next to it. <laughs> it's 3D. You really wanted to I check was like, it out close. loading screen. I got to get a closer look at this thing because I'm spending so much time with it. <laughs> this is $60 worth of loading screen right yeah. here. Yeah. So um, um, they had issues day one. Launch sucked, um, um, which is normal. Yeah. And then they had maintenance at 10 p.m. Pacific time Yeah, so we on so day two. That's well planned. Come on. Right. So, yeah, <laughs> Danny and I hopped on, and I'm like, oh, let's, let's play some videos. He's like, yeah, he was already in. So I saw, so I jumped in. We joined his group. We were in the safe house, like, checking out our stuff, got outside, did our first, started to do our first mission, yeah, got we about two were minutes in. running towards the first mission. The first mission. Boop. Bloop. And then, you know, whatever their dumb error codes are, it's like Oscar Mike and then a seven-digit number couldn't figure out what was going on then like oh maintenance yeah i checked out for maintenance i found it on twitter they're like we're down (laughs) this was pre-scheduled 10 (laughs) p.m pacific time yeah so basically we didn't get to play the first few days a couple days the game was out awesome i've been i've gotten to play a little bit since then i think it's still a really good game it's i think it's a lot harder than it was during the beta Mm-hmm. I've actually died a bunch of times, which is either negligence or they changed the difficulty a little bit, mm-hmm. which is good. Have you had the same similar issues? You mean dying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have. I've died a few times. Because um, I didn't die in the beta at all to non 
Dark Zone stuff. And right. then I have died probably six times in the final release, you know, which mm-hmm. I never, which I didn't in the beta. So they definitely changed something. Well, the beta, from what I understand, correct me, um, <clears throat> the beta. You're corrected. Okay. <laughs> End of conversation. <laughs> if I understand it, it was you. You didn't jump in at the beginning and play from the beginning. You, you actually started. got access to levels and played these levels. Is that correct? You yeah. started at level four okay. in the beta. Uh, you start at level one. So obviously. you don't start in Brooklyn. In, no. Okay. You start the first camp you go to after your helicopter drops down. Yeah. That's where the beta started. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, which isn't that far. It's no. maybe an hour in, right. okay. you know. But I feel like the enemy's AI has been changed a little bit, and their damage has been scaled up a little bit. Hmm. Or I'm just bad, which is also, <laughs> you know, that's probably not likely given how much cover shooter you play. I do love cover shooters. From what I recall, I only played the beta, but in the beta they started you off with a lot of really strong weaponry. So maybe that's the I issue. I think that might be part of it because you just start with a crappy MP5 um, uh-huh. in the in. The final release, mm-hmm. and you don't actually unlock your second weapon slot until you hit level four. Mm, so all you okay. have is one primary and your sidearm. Got it. So I think that actually probably is a large contributing yeah, factor. Because in the beta, you started with a pistol that I never got to upgrade throughout maxing out my level in the beta because yeah. it was so good. And an M4, I believe, yeah. some sort of assault rifle. Police M4 with. is what and I think it's called in there. Sure, and it was really strong. It's good. Um, the pistol you seem to get more of now. I think they changed the balance on that a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I've actually found some pistol upgrades, and I love using it. I actually was going to say the same thing, because normally in a game like that, where you pop up and take shots, uh, I will stick with an automatic. But yeah. the pistol is super Effective. powerful. Well, also, it has like a. They have a cool thing to make you use it as you would. And I mean, I'm kind of a nerd for this stuff. So go on. Uh, <laughs> basically, like when you do like a mag dump on your primary. You press triangle twice and you drop it and switch straight to your pistol, which you would do, you know, in an actual situation like that. That's what you do. You need to keep putting bullets down range. You know, you can't stop to reload in the middle of a firefight. Right. And it rewards you for that because it has a 100% damage bonus when enemies are at, I think, 30% health. So it's really there to, if you need those extra couple shots, to really finish someone off. Interesting. It also has infinite ammo. You never run out of ammo. Yeah. And that doesn't mean you don't run out of clip. Okay. Right. You, it's like seven or eight, depending on... Depending on the gun. Right. Yeah. Like, in the beta, I found this really sweet magnum. It was a special one. And the DPS sucked, but it's spike damage, right? So yeah. looking at the DPS stat for things isn't always going to be the best thing. Each shot did a lot of damage. There's only six in a magazine, obviously. But when you're coming in there and doubling your damage when someone's at 30%, it was a ton. Right. Sure. A lot of damage. And I just really like that, um, that mechanic. You know, switching to your... It's quicker to switch to your sidearm than another primary, too. Makes sense. Good. I like it. I'm glad that they're that yeah. specific and, uh, I guess... Uh, calculated. Yeah, calculated. Yeah, and I'm, I'm like... You know, it has a lot of itemization, um, which I'm super into. Like, you are I like, very into that. I Yeah, I love gear. Yeah. You know, it's like, look, these knee pads are better. <laughs> which is which is stupid. Have you heard that you can't fucking get a scarf anywhere? Oh, they're in there, but you can't get them? Yeah, well, who knows? I, 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 they weren't in the beta. It was a meme that yeah. I saw on, I don't know, Kotaku maybe, but <laughs> The Division, a game where you can't find a scarf in Manhattan. <laughs> yeah. Because <you, laughs> I play it, I don't know how many hours, uh, six or seven hours by now, but... Yeah, no scarves. Yeah, I, I know that um, they added the scarf slot after the beta because it wasn't in there. Mm. And they changed that whole cl- um, clothing menu mm-hmm. so it's a lot more easier to use. But, yeah, no scarves. I have yet to find one. Or hats. I haven't found any real clothes. I found some hats. I had all, like, the um, Ubisoft, like, spend your Ubi points to get hats. 
oh. and clothes thing. And then I got some cool clothes. Did from you buy a hard copy or did you download? I got a hard copy. Okay. Because I, co- I got a hazmat code. Did you get I got that, that as well. Yeah. Okay. And what's weird is the gun they give you for that is worse than the quest reward for getting out of the first zone. <laughs> <laughs> Unless well, it's I, random, you know. but like cool. Like, let's go, guys. But um, I got some real, what I thought was really cool for as far as a Ubisoft tie in is I actually got some cosmetic gear for owning a Rainbow Six Siege. Oh, I love that oh, game. Interesting. Which, is, which is neat. That is cool. So, like, I have this cool, like, kind of tactical thing instead of you know the normal clothes right i I was i'm pretty into it like i like looking like i'm i know what i'm doing (laughs) (laughs) instead of like i got this pomp pomp little beanie thing with the little bloof on the top oh that would be that's (laughs) see that's the one that i would choose yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah or like what i wanted was the the trapper hat the one you got that's what i got Yeah, yeah i want that one the uh, Ushanka hat, I guess, I, is what it's called. Oh, I was thought, yeah. I was on the trail of it. I was going to let it go. I was like, babushka hat or something. Sure. That's my Russian grandma's hat. The grandma. <laughs> grandma hat. It's just a scarf wrapped around your face. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but um, yeah, like, I am um, really enjoying it. I haven't even gotten to play, I think, six hours yet. But um, I want to jump back to what you said yeah. um, about it being primarily based on playing with your friends. Yeah. And that is probably likely true for the most part, except for this this book, which oh, we yeah. alluded to, Sorry, in, to the <laughs> in the previous episode. Um, so for, first of all, as we've also uh, alluded to in previous episodes, I can't play The Witcher 3 right. because I would ride my horse around and look at trees for 70 hours. And find, like, this tree is slightly different and then make... Like some reason as to why yes. get lost trying to identify. I would write. Trees. I would write essays. Yeah, um, term papers. Ter- yeah, get that shit published. That's <laughs> what I'm going for. Polygon. If you're listening, if you're listening, I found some different trees in Witcher Three. <laughs> like, yeah, there's like six. They just change the direction so they look different. Like, yeah. Oh, all that time. The, the colors of the leaves are slightly muted. Pretty sure the the season changed halfway through on this one. You can tell. <laughs> yeah. They're all deciduous uh, furs. So, point being, <laughs> that I could really, like, scoot around New York or, you know, Manhattan and just look at things myself. And, yeah. you know, every once in a while there's somebody to shoot at, and that's cool. But I played a bit of the game, and there are people talk. there are NPCs you walk by, and they're talking about things. Um, then I picked up this book, the companion novel, which we talked about last episode, and it has all these uh, descriptions. Uh, there's there's writing in the margins, and it's written by an NPC, ostensibly, who you may or may not get to meet. I haven't gotten that far. But it ha- it has a lot of backstory, and it has a lot of tangential information that make the NPC speech in the game a lot more interesting, a lot more yeah. contextually Rich, I mm-hmm. guess. Um, for instance, there's a lot of talk in the book about the cleaners yeah. and where they came from. And I didn't really even pay attention to what the cleaners were in the first six hours of gameplay right. until I got the information from the book. Mm-hmm. So this book makes me want to play whether or not anyone else is on because sure. I want to know more about the narrative. Yeah, that's super interesting. I mean, that, and that adds a lot of um, obviously depth to the game and changes your perspective on it, which is. Which is huge. I mean, I think we all can't say enough about how cool this book is. Yeah, it's awesome. true. We are geeking out yeah, super hard on this book. Super neat. And we are not sponsored by the division in any way. <laughs> I wish. Yes. Out there. 
EA, give me your money. No, Ubisoft, whatever. <laughs> Everyone give me your money. Um, <laughs> this is a stick up. <laughs> Podcast, send your money to me. Um, or else. Yeah, or else. I know where you podcast from. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so what I was going to say, there were also some um, companion videos that they released prior to the game that. release, which were, which were really cool. They're on YouTube, too. Yeah. Um, but they were just little vignettes. They're all by different writers and, and directors and stuff about agents uh, before they get actually called to the division. And they were really good. And they talk about the cleaners more in depth than that as well. Mm-hmm. And how they're old, like, generally, like, firefighters and, like, garbage men and stuff. And they their stance is that they're trying to eliminate the infection by burning everything. Yeah. Which seems effective. And that's why they all have flamethrowers. But their backpacks also explode because <laughs> they have flamethrowers. So Hilariously. It works out. In, in some but, um, cases. Yeah, they have little. And they also talk about the Rikers in that, which are the prison guys that get out. And they have little lead-ins to all that stuff. It's really cool. So if, if we hadn't discussed or if we hadn't described the book in enough detail last episode. Or if you didn't listen. Oh, don't do that. Jerks. <laughs> um, How do you start on number three? <laughs> you don't. <laughs> this is the newest one. Like, what? No. Just come on. People will do that, though. They will. That's, I mean. And if you are, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> Visit the website. Yeah, or else. Uh, so the book <laughs> looks like a survival guide that someone was given, and then that person wrote in, like, every single margin with with handwriting of different ink colors, so you can kind of see. And I've, I've gotten to the point where I know that, like, the black ink came first, and then the blue ink was something she came to back later, and then the red ink was... Yeah. So it's like, it's this, it's it's a weird narrative structure because you're on the same page, but you're you're you or the way that I've been approaching it, I I read the manual text first, and then I look for the black ink, and I know that that happened early on in the outbreak, and then the blue ink was like three or four weeks later, sure. and then the <laughs> red ink is some some point in the future. So you're seeing three perspectives of the same character on the same page within the context of the manual. Yeah. And beyond that, there's all these interesting little puzzles and uh, scavenger hunt kind of things. There's artifacts in there. Like, there's a uh, a subway ticket that has holes punched in it that I'm sure you got to line up Yeah, it has somehow. to be a cipher or something. It, it has to be. Um, it's interesting because it's, it it's an interactive book. Yes. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. Like I mean I <clears throat> I couldn't say there's a ton of those that I've that I've run into in my life, you know, short of a choose your own adventure, which I think the last one of those I read was like Goosebumps, <laughs> <laughs> and I was stuck in some haunted theme park. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. I I crawled down the well. Yeah. And I think I stopped there. Yeah. I think I jumped on a trampoline to death. <laughs> <laughs> like you just keep going higher, and then at some point you don't come down. Yeah. Turn to page eight. Yeah. I'm like you you're dead. Come like, down. Oh no. Oh, shoot. Yeah. So I'm eleven. <laughs> oh, my eleven year old mortality. <laughs> um, and it's really that. I mean, it, it takes you. It puts you into the place yeah. super hard and effectively. And I'm really looking forward to looking at it in more in depth. Me too. I want to solve all the puzzles in there. Yeah. Well, get yourselves a copy. There's actually, there is, like, in the first 20 pages or something, there is a place where I had to take a pencil and and figure it out for myself. Oh. So there are portions of the book that are interactive of itself, but... Speaking for myself, as a uh, father of a three-year-old, yeah. I generally do my gaming after he goes to bed. So during awake times for the little guy, 
I read the book and I'm like, I really want to play this game yeah. right now. <laughs> it builds the it does anticipation. It does. Um, it just it's immersive. It's super super immersive. Yeah, it's awesome. I think companion stuff like that. If they start bundling that with more things. That is incredibly compelling. And, you know, like John said uh, last podcast, you know, he was on the fence about the division, but he's definitely buying the book. Yeah, when he's way into the book, then he might buy the division. Like, that's amazing yeah. marketing and just. And I stumbled on it. Like, I just, it's not something that was packaged with the book or anything that I can see in any sense is being pushed with the game. Yeah. But. What I did notice, I don't know if you saw this, but in the uh, the old post office, the base of operations, when you go into the medical wing of it and go up to the counter, the copy or the uh, the cover of this book is on the counter right no there. No fucking way. Yeah. And it says no survival guide has been found yet. So this is somewhere in the game as a game element. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no. It just got more real. Uh, yeah, that's. You that's might even... have just clipped out yeah. <laughs> when you geeked out. Right I was now. excited. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's something that I saw right away only because I had a copy of the book already and I was like, okay, this is somewhere. Yeah. Cause you, book. you find the survival guide pieces in each level or whatever. And they're usually behind locked doors or places that have a higher filter rating than mm. you generally have at that time. Okay. So like there's, um, there's one that I know of in one house where you have to switch the you, containment machines on or the, mm -hmm. you know, you, you have to, it's one of the mini missions. And um, there's one locked room there that's supposed to have a piece. And then in Madison Square Garden, there's... I saw that, the locked door. Another one, but that one I got in there, but it requires a filter level two. Uh, so you have to go back, because you can redo any of those missions mm -hmm. anytime you want. So you have to get a higher filter level and then shoot in there to mm -hmm. grab that stuff. But that's really interesting that it's actually in the game. Yeah, like check out the medical wing. It's there. Something happens. <laughs> I don't know what yet, but... Bonkers. <laughs> Something happens. Yeah. If there's a direct tie-in, like, with the characters that they talk about in, in the book... I'd be I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> I'd be very surprised if not. Like, the character of April, who writes in the margins of the book, the character of Merch, or the uh, Warren Merchant is his mm. name. April calls him Merch, um, colloquially throughout. <laughs> so uh, I'd be very surprised if they are not somewhere in the game eventually. Yeah. Because of how, how in-depth this... Like, somebody put some time into this. Well, now I'm going to be disappointed if they're not. <laughs> well, like, that's where we're not, at now. You're not still going to be disappointed. I mean, you're going to like the book. Yeah. Oh, no, for sure. I'm going to be disappointed with the game if they're not in the game. <laughs> you're going to like the book better than the game. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> that's, that's where I currently am. <laughs> yeah. John's like, there. He hasn't even played that much. Exactly. You know what, though? Far Cry Primal, that book was way better than the game. It would have been. <laughs> if I could have bought one of the clubs that they have, like a physical club, that would have been way more valuable. Just beat the shit out of your TV with I, that club. The, <laughs> the actual models of the weapons in that game are awesome. Yeah, yeah. kudos to and, their graphic design because yes. a lot, I was watching John play it and I'm like, that's really cool looking. And he was upgrading his um, club, club and spear. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, it looks all that stuff. Awesome. Looks really neat. I would buy one of those in a heartbeat. Rest of the game sucks. Terrible. Oh, it's so boring. Wah, wah. And you can't win them all, right? It's true. Okay, so cover shooters. Cover uh, shooters. <clears throat> another game mechanic that I have not traditionally been into because I'm more like pull out my automatic yeah. and run at what I'm shooting at whilst shooting at that thing. Whilst. <laughs> it wow. definitely does not reward that kind of behavior. No. In fact, there are pop-ups on the screen when you die from doing that that say, that's probably not what you should do next time. Good. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. So I have found the um, cover shooter mechanics to be one of the most enjoyable parts of the game. Yeah. So you crouch behind something, um, and you can pan your camera around until your reticule is... Reticule? Reticle. The re- <laughs> it sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> until it's targeted on another something that you can hide behind, mm-hmm. you hold down X, and it scoots the character all the way over there in low. a way that's super... Mm-hmm. Low. In yeah. a way that's very realistic... And it just feels really good to do because it looks satisfying. Legit. Yeah, and I think a lot of those little attention to detail things mm-hmm. are really um, are really key to the game. Right. You know, it's like when the trailer came out, everyone was lost their fucking minds when the guy took cover behind a car and closed the door. Yep. Yeah. You know, and it's like, did little, you realize that, that was that's an the, achievement? That's the first trophy yeah. you get. You close the door. You close the door. And you're like, <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Yay! Way to go! <laughs> game over. But, but back to the cover, being able to move between—that's one of the main draws of the game is being able to actively flank your opponents. Um, yes and no. So if you're of. playing in a group, if you're right? playing with a group, because the AI does that automatically. They try to flank you. The AI position. tries now tries to flank the bejesus at you, which is good. That's yeah. what they should tactically do. Which yeah. you're all into the. Oh, I love that. strategy, yeah. so it's right up your alley. But I'm it's hoping that me. that carries over yeah. into multiplayer. I would prefer mm. if they came at me in a straight, straight line, line, kind of slow. <laughs> yeah, not shooting. Not shooting at all. Yeah. Well, the bat guys do that sometimes. Yeah, well, sometimes. They're better. The oh, bat yeah, the guys, guys are the bat guys. Bat I thought guys. you said bad guys. Ah, no. Like, bat. The bat guys do Swing do Swing in the Louisville the, uh, the bat guys have a new move. When they get close enough to you, they'll juke. Oh, really? They'll uh-huh. actually do a little side-to-side stutter step, and I have missed. Nice. I'm like, oh, I got you, you son of a... <laughs> he just jukes right out of the way. Yeah. But that's what the shotgun's for. Mm-hmm. Because uh, it doesn't miss that close. No. <laughs> yeah. But when those guys get up and womp you, it's jarring. It puts the fear in you, like, right away. Good. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, oh, God, and you try to dive out of there, and you could dive backwards into another box, and then he's still on top of you, mm-hmm. and you're hosed. You know, something, though, <clears throat> about the cover mechanic Pressing X to cover and then hitting X again to leave cover uh, and pressing, I don't know, circle to jump over that cover. That has been a little... It's trying. Yeah. I've do- I usually try to press X to vault cover. Mm-hmm. I do too. I so do too. I'll end up just standing up like yeah. a jerk and just getting shot in the chest and throat. Or sometimes I'll be next to a uh, a van, for instance, and I'm under fire. And you climb up on top. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I just want to leave cover or get to some other cover, and I hit circle, and I climb up on the van, and I'm like yeah. way more exposed like, than I should. This is not this what is I the, planned The on. opposite, <laughs> literal opposite of what needs to happen. Yeah. Um, so that that's is, been a little... <laughs> I think it's a learning curve thing. Yeah. It's well, one of those mistakes you're going to make until you stop making There is another cover shooter that I played. I think it might have been The Last of Us, where it was a contextual menu between jumping into cover and vaulting it. And it was still the same button, just if you hit forward and that button, you'd vault it instead of leaving cover or maneuvering around the See, cover. that would make more sense to me. I, and maybe I want to say that's what it was. But um, also, I mean, I when we reference cover shooters, I always have to go back to Gears of War. That was one of the earliest. I think Gears of War is one of the best realized and put together cover shooters that's ever come out. And I hope the new one is good (laughs) um, whenever the hell that's supposed to come out. Uh, But it's it's a while later. There's a trailer. A trailer just came out. There's like a yeah, and it looks like it's going more back to its more um, horror type roots. Mm -hmm. Because Gears of War one, you're like, ooh, what's happening? There's these monsters, and then two, you're like, we went to the monster's house and nuked it, and then. (laughs) 
I don't even think I played three, honestly. Four is not, it's like the daughter of Marcus whoever. Yeah, Marcus Phoenix. I yeah. Think. yeah. They have That's the dumbest names <laughs> and they're super buff and stereotypical. One guy's but the pain train, but they're great games. They feel bad about killing Coltrane. Do they? That's it's, it it's, it's, a narrative, yeah. it's a narrative choice. I don't think they do feel bad. Well, they don't kill people. A, there's a sub menu that you get into oh, that okay. reveals their emotional state. Yeah. From what I recall, I mean, it, might, it might be a different game. I'm pretty sure you're uh, making that's all this. Not it. I'm pretty sure you're making entirely it making it. Mm. Um, all I remember is that that chainsaw was vicious. Vicious. The first time that I got chainsawed in multiplayer, I uh, I was repulsed. Yeah, <laughs> my character's top half just slides off of his body. It's just oh, oh yeah. the multiplayer in that game was on point too. It was fun. I heard there's like a custom PvP that people not maybe mod for themselves. They stick to this specific area. Yeah, and they just PvP the hell out of each yeah. other. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. But I mean that that was one of the great the great cover shooters, and they did a really good job of making things very visceral yes. and making you feel your motion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the division does a really good job of that as well. But I think they fall a little bit short, like in the cover run, for example. Yeah. I like the model for it, but one cool thing about gears is when you did that, it would zoom really close into you and shake the camera all mm-hmm. over the place. Oh, so you, okay. you were running in a straight line, you're running fast, but you lose that perception, your, your perspective on everything. Yeah. You don't see further down to where your enemies are and stuff like that. And then as soon as you got to your new cover, it would back back out and it would kind of, put you in the moment even further, mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool and a really good, especially that game is old now. It is. Gears is a really old game. But um, that was something I always really appreciated in that series, and I'm surprised it isn't translated into more cover shooters these days. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to be playing more of The Division. Hopefully we can like the get on there to together and just really start crushing skulls. Yeah. I have a couple buddies that also just picked it up, and... Um, I'm hoping that they're going to get in there and, and hit it hard and someone's dribbling a basketball outside. Son of a bitch. Go home, child. God. You can't play basketball here. <laughs> this is an apartment. <laughs> <laughs> this is literally a place where people live. There's no hoops. Anyway. People but um, are sleeping. Yeah, at whatever time it is it's in the afternoon, p.m. 2 p.m., <laughs> trying to take a nap. I do have a question, though. Did either of you get into the dark zone yet? Not yet. No. Game? No. Okay. No, I hear good things though. I hear good things. It's fun in the beta. It was okay. I really wanted it to be like a cat and mouse kind of game. I wanted the shotgun to be viable when you go rogue, but since you're able to be seen through walls, everybody knows exactly where you are and where you will hide. So I don't think that you're that you're visible the whole time because I definitely had people sneak up on me. Um, Rogues that when snuck they were up rogue. On you? Yeah. I'm not sure if you come up on the radar unless you fired recently. But I'm I do I'm not 100 percent on that. At least in the beta, it was the timer. So based on the number of people you killed or the damage your that you dealt, your timer would go up. Yeah. And then anytime you took damage, that timer would freeze. So it only counted down while you were running away and not actively engaged in combat. Right. But every point up until that, you're highlighted on the map and in mm. everybody's HUD. I definitely got shotgun blasted to death by rogues. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I know it it can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also a good way to go rogue. Yeah. If you're near someone, you just I put would. double-barreled shotgun right in their mouth. And they're like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> Nothing? Uh, what are you doing? Switch? Oh, oh, you killed me. I had Both barrels. an issue with a bug in the beta with um, the turret that you can throw down for one of the skills. Yeah, they fixed that. Did they? That was the first thing in their patch Okay, notes. good. 
because we were hunting rogues and I threw a turret down and it was shooting those rogues. And then for some reason, the targeting on the turret decided to stop functioning and started shooting everybody. Yeah. Oh, that is, that is good times. So that made me go rogue and yeah. get murdered immediately, lose half of my dark cash and keys and whatever currency they have involved there. Yeah, and dark my experience. Is dark experience. Yeah. So when you die in the dark zone, you lose dark zone experience. Mm, so you have to have a, a certain yeah, you have to have a certain level of dark zone experience to purchase certain items. So this is um <clears throat> this is noobtastic of me, but this is all stuff that I was not aware of because oh. I, I didn't play the beta at right. all. I wasn't actually going to pick up the game mm-hmm. until a bunch of my friends were like, this is awesome. Yeah, until you got blah, peer blah, pressured blah. into it. I did. Yeah. I really did. Like ninth grade style. <laughs> uh, so this is something that I didn't even really realize was going on. I mean, there are there are allusions to it in the book. Yeah, you are uh, aware of the Dark Zone, though. I am, yes. Yeah. I know the concept of it. But I'm looking forward to it. But they do talk about it in the book? Yes. That's even more interesting because that's like a multiplayer tack-on thing. I'm surprised it would be in the book. And it is like, um, I don't know, spoiler. Who cares? (laughs) In the book, there's... Spoiler for the book? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Book spoiler. Oh, no. There's uh, April who writes in the margins, talks about how she was just hanging out in Central Park, and all of a sudden she sees all these buses being towed down the street and being lined up as a barricade and the helicopters oh. came in and dropped containers and they were blocking off obviously for something and she got out of there as soon as possible. Yeah, and that's and the then, dark zone. Yeah. yeah, and then two days later she found out that shit was going down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think in, in game they talk about the dark zone. Uh, initially they say it was it was too hard to contain. Like it was too much open space or the virus had gone so rampant in those areas that they just abandoned them basically. Yeah. Became um, the Wild West. Yeah, and then agents go in there to get Die. Good, to get good gear. Yeah, um, basically okay. to grab gear and helicopter it out. Yeah, it's interesting. So the mechanics, since you're not fully aware of the, I did hear about that where you find good gear and then people are alerted to that and run to your position. And well, it's interesting. So you find <laughs> gear and um, it's contaminated, so you can't use it. Mm-hmm. So you have to airlift it out because mm-hmm. apparently there's a never-ending supply of helicopters that yes. can come in and pick up six bags and then fly out. It doesn't even take you. Um, but people are alerted when a helicopter is called in, and yeah. then you have X amount of time to wait for it. So what some people do is they'll call in a helicopter at one node and then run to another one uh. to throw people off the scent. But there's a lot of different things you can do. But it only takes six bags, so you could have all these people waiting around to drop stuff off. Maybe they're all nice. And you're just all like, cool. But if there's eight people, two people can't put their bags on there. Mm-hmm. It's you usually know? from what I saw on the beta. It was a race to be the first person to send their bag into the helicopter and then murder everyone else as quick as they could to steal their bags their and bags. throw it up there, yeah. too. I didn't have the um, I didn't have the same experience. Really? Yeah. I think that's the difference between console and PC, though, mm-hmm. in a lot of instances. If, uh, some, if I called a helicopter down, people would come to help protect the drop zone. Really? Yeah. People would come to help. Which huh. was interesting. Yeah, and they would just stand around and emote, wave at you, or do whatever the hell do they jumping were doing. jacks and yeah, yeah. But that uh, is a, you know that's a fundamental difference I think in the base. yeah the maturity of people who spend money on Steam versus people who are given consoles for their fifteenth birthday. Yeah, and that well, but this is the opposite. Yeah, it was because I'm playing on console and he's playing on PC. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But it could have okay. just been well, the that, people that completely destroys my argument. <laughs> <laughs> It's I the, misunderstood. <laughs> Damn it. It's, uh, it might have been the time, you know, when you play. Also true. It makes a yeah. huge gulf in, in who you play with. 
Mm-hmm. You know, these kids, oh my God. A bunch worst. of League of Legends trolls came the out of the worst. PC world. Yeah, especially if it's free. Yeah. You know, when something's free for beta, people tend to, to really get in there, people that wouldn't play it otherwise. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I still really enjoy it. <laughs> and I'm not that far in. I'm not past where I was in the beta, and I'm, I'm still into it. I'm doing the same thing for the third time because I played the beta twice. <laughs> <laughs> I got in the first beta and the second one. I'm enjoying it myself. Yeah. I'm glad I bought it. I'm glad I traded in Dying Light for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm really looking forward to just trying different builds um, with people, with my buds, you know, and see what works. Like, I'm always, as John knows, like, I am always gravitating towards more of a tank role. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to be in there taking a lot of damage and, and not dying from it. So I'm going to get the shield, you know, the big ballistic shield, and try to put that to great use. So hopefully when I'm playing with a group, that's beneficial. Everyone focuses on me. And it gives people time to pull off headshots and yeah, throw I, Molotov cocktails or whatever the whatever the hell everything. I does. really hope the game's deep enough to allow that to work. Yeah, and it's not just like an end game thing. Yeah, where you're just trying to min max whatever you're doing. So Agreed. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it to just get really getting in there hard, hard in the proverbial paint. <laughs> No, it's fine, Danny. It's fine. No, there's there's innuendo there. There's no innuendo. We can explore. You want to get in there hard. Where's the paint? Where is the paint? Splatoon is where the <laughs> paint is. Is that if you shoot paint at people? Yeah. yeah. Isn't that the idea? The goal is you try to paint the majority of every surface of the map. And so one team is one color, the other team is another color. Purple so, and green. Is yeah. From and so there's classes. Screenshots, I sure. It's classes, sort of like Team Fortress 2. There's like one guy that has a little glob shooter. It's one guy that has a paint roller, which is much wider and can cover a much longer area. So but does so not shoot. I mean, no. yeah, there's choices to be made there. Real it's, life choices. Yeah. No. Just cover everything in paint. <laughs> no. Nope. <laughs> Pass. <laughs> uh, what are you? Do you think you want to pick it up? Division? Yeah. Possibly. Well, the book I'm, will be here in a few days, probably. Yes, we'll I will see. definitely get the book, 100%. However, the game, I'll probably wait for a sale. Probably like a green man sale, get it like 30% off, something like that. The bummer about this is that John is not going to get it for console because he, he doesn't have a current console. So also he true. will get it for PC, and we will not be able to play it with him. Uh, well, mom, mom. We can talk about it. Yeah. We can talk about your lone experience. I, no, he has plenty of people he can No, play. you will be alone. Alone. Oh, okay. For the rest of your life. But then I, oh. Offline only. Yeah, yeah, yeah not yeah. in game. Like, like, you will be alone. Perfect. In, in RL. It's just the way I like yeah, it. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> He's going to eat so many eggs. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. All uh, eggs, all day. All eggs. They're Every only, meal. They're my only friends. Three eggs. I eat them. Three eggs a day. A uh, meal. You uh, you draw faces on the eggshells. Yeah. And it's going to be like them. Castaway, but with eggs. Yes. And you eat them. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to resort to cannibalism real quick. Well, it's not. I mean. Hmm. They're going to be. You are not an egg. They're going to be assumedly human after I draw faces. True. So you are personifying them. Yeah. This got off the rails. It's pretty on there. This it's, sounds pretty standard to me. <laughs> It sounds division based. 
Man goes crazy in apartment, makes mm. friends with eggs. <laughs> Becomes a cleaner. Yeah. Becomes a cleaner. That would just be a throwaway. You just open the door in a division, just mm. to a room. There's a bunch of eggs around a circle around a corpse just on the ground. Oh. One egg in his mouth. Yeah. One one egg's holding a gun. There yeah. is a letter. <laughs> <laughs> There's a letter next to him on the floor. All yeah. my friends are dead. <laughs> Curse your inevitable betrayal. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? As I write this, there's a gun on me, <laughs> held by an egg. Winston's uh, finally snapped. Because <laughs> that's a good name for an egg, right? Absolutely. Winston? Yeah. Uh, Solid. Why not? Why not? I think I have a feeling we're going to talk about The Division for some time. This is a game that will not go away after a couple weeks, I'm sure. Hopefully. I, I mean, have a feeling uh, there's going to be three phases to our discussion. The initial, which we're doing now. Mm-hmm. The secondary, when you guys both get into the dark zone and figure out how that works. And then endgame. Right. And I think that's going to be the extent of it. And from what I read, there's going to be releases that are not paid, that are not microtransaction, that are mm-hmm. not DLC. Yeah. Um, which is f- cool to me. Yeah. I think a lot of more companies are starting to release that kind of stuff. Um, Ubisoft in particular, they did the same thing with Siege. Still love that game. It's a great game. So much fun. Um, I need to play a heck of a lot more of it because <laughs> I've barely gotten into it. But um, they had some free maps and classes. Classes that you still have to pay with in-game currency, yeah, but, but it's not cash transaction. They're right. Canadians, so, so they're really they're really good. nice. Yeah, nor the characters that you could buy are Canadians. They have bear traps. Oh. <laughs> Ubisoft, they have a Montreal office, though. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. It so would be Montreal. They're Canadian. <laughs> some of them, <laughs> some of them are Canadian. <laughs> um, French Canadian in particular. Oh, don't say that. But <laughs> it's just got awkward. Got a little weird. Sorry, I love Canadians. the French Canadians. Montreal is oh. one of the coolest cities I've ever been to. Oh, oh I've never oui, been. We, oui, we, oui. oh, he's saying because <laughs> you have to French and English there. Yikes! Are we going to also release a, a podcast in all French for a Canadian? We, 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 croissant, we, oui. uh, beef, Louvre. <laughs> that was the okay. extent of my French knowledge. Uh, I was going to make a connection to Destiny. Okay. And oh, that's an easy that's one. That's the obvious connection. Yeah. 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 Which Sean. you've played a lot of. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, you know that about me, is that I was a huge Destiny apologist oh, for a long time. A very like, long time. I um, I made a lot of concessions for the lack of story. Well, um, I have not heard this. I know Sean has, yeah. but would you like to elaborate yeah, on that? Yeah, John will be super interested. Okay, well, Destiny... Not that I'm not. I don't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will go over here for a while. Snore. <laughs> <laughs> I got Destiny, I think, like, day one, and just loved the heck out of it. I bought, like, the companion, the big hard copy companion, and, like, the art of Destiny, and blah, blah, blah. I was mm-hmm. super into it. Um, and for the longest time, like telling everybody how awesome it is and listen to the podcast on it. And um, you read all the cards. I did. All read. the companion app stuff. Yeah. Which was, you know, in hindsight, I'm like, that's so cool. You have to go to your phone to read it. I'm like, <laughs> and now I'm like, just put this shit in the game. Right. Guys, and we on. and we talked about that initially where the, yeah. the stuff that they wrote was very interesting. Yeah. But none of it was in the game. Ah. Uh. The, the, yeah, the fact that you had to go external to find the lore of the game takes away from it. But this goes, I know, it goes back to the book that we're talking about. But the argument can be made that the division is a, you know, is a strong enough standalone narrative that you don't need the book. 
but there is no lore in Destiny no. Vanilla the game. Okay. Like if you could even, you know, go to the tower and look in a computer and access the lore that way, just scroll through the text. He doesn't even have to be voiceover. But if there's any way to access it in game without going to your phone. Yeah. And it was it's a clunky app too. Mm-hmm. Like it's not streamlined. It's really bad. It's not great. Um, it's cool in the fact that you can go to the app and switch weapons in the app out from your vault, and then it happens in the game. I mean, that's that's okay. True, but lore-wise, yeah. narrative-wise, it's it's annoying. Yeah, I mean, the game itself just throws you out there. You get Dinklebotted to life. <laughs> who is no more? No more Dinklebot. No, yeah, it's it's Northbot now. It's Nolan North from Uncharted. They re-recorded all of what? the. All they of the took things. out the wizard from the moon. Yeah, they, no. Well, no, they put that back in there. Oh, I did think. they? Yeah, because it was a meme for a while. Yeah, yeah. They got it back in there. But he did come from the moon. They re-recorded mm. all of Dinklage's lines Why? entirely. Didn't didn't test did well. He, didn't <laughs> test. They released like the game and a DLC with Dinklage. Didn't test well. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, why why would you go back and and ret something like that? I yeah. think maybe he wanted too much for the DLC. I don't know. Maybe uh, he didn't want to be any part of it because it's not a very good game. That's possible. <laughs> maybe his little hands can't use the controller that well. <laughs> I don't know. I think FPSs would be tough. Right? Yeah, I, I'm Maybe. sure he has a custom control. Anyway, we're getting off topic. <laughs> <laughs> the the point that I was trying, or the comparison I was trying to to draw between them is the fact that the division can be a game that can s- stretch on for you beyond yeah. the 10 to 16, 20 hours of initial uh, storyline gameplay, and you can go back to it and, and do side missions and do missions over and go into the dark zone. And I mean. It's a. It seems like an enormous game, well, and the DLC is only going to add to it. Yeah, I think you could make the same. Um, as much as I'm not super into Destiny, you can make the same argument. You can replay all the missions. Yeah, and that's the comparison I'm making. Okay, it's yeah. not like the divide I make. It's the comparison to Destiny in a good way. Yeah, even the the itemization is almost exactly the same. Mm. It's nowhere near in depth. No, nowhere I mean, near. but look at all the pieces. Which ones there are a lot. Depth? Of you them. got two primaries. You have a, a, a third, which in this case is a pistol instead of like a rocket launcher or, mm-hmm. or whatever the hell, or sword now. You got head, chest, arms, shoulders, legs, what, cape? Sometimes, yes. Uh, depending on your class. So yeah. it's either what, cape, bracelet, or... Uh, <laughs> skirt. Skirt. <laughs> <laughs> and like boots, which I think I already said. And then in the division, you're basically running into the exact same things. But there's also, you have the option of wearing cosmetic gear. Yeah. Which is doesn't alter your stats whatsoever. Scarf. Scarf, which we have yet to find. I bet there's a cape, though. <laughs> I really hope so. <laughs> I was reading Penny Arcade. Seinfeld with the cape. Anyway. Yeah, I was reading um, Penny Arcade, and they had a thing where uh, they were talking about how one of the, one of the guys are, is way into Destiny. And he's like, oh, I'm drawing like a guy for Division for the, ne- for the next comic we're doing. And he's like, I made some changes because, uh, you know, I want him to look really cool. And he drew a Destiny character. <laughs> he's like, look, he's got, like, spikes on his pauldrons. He's got a cape. And he's got, like, a three-eye, you know, helmet thing. He's like, that's a Destiny character. He's like, no, it's it's, yeah, it's creative license. It's fine. And, I mean, it is very similar. Yeah. 100%. You know what they also have? Hmm. Very interesting loading screens. 
that's true. Destiny. Well, yeah, Destiny. The ship it says back the ship over the ship. Very well detailed. Ship. Interesting background. Yeah. So you and know, the division has that little symbol that keeps. Well, rotating. I mean, that was High only tech. an issue. The division loading screen was only an issue because we kept seeing it because it kept not working. The loading times are fine. <laughs> Destiny loading was because it was actually loading. Yeah. So the so Destiny one interesting thing. There's this game called Warframe, which I think we both played. Yes. I played it's that. free. I played like. 15 20 minutes. Yeah, it's, it's a free game <laughs> on, on It's a free game on PS4, PS4 and PC and it's a pay to heavy microtransaction microtransaction game. But you have the same ship loading screen, but mm-hmm. in it you can control the ship flying around. That's Ooh. cool. Which is awesome. It's so much better <laughs> than the Destiny one. Yeah. It's the exact same screen, but you move it left and right and up and down. Perfect. And if you're there with like nine people, they're all just like, woo! Flying <laughs> <laughs> all over the place. You know, it's, uh, that that brings up um, Until Dawn, which we may or may not get to. I don't know if you guys want to do we'll that. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Right I want to hear all your thoughts about it because I haven't played well, it. We're at almost an hour. What? Yeah. Jeez. This was entirely Division? Yeah. That's I'm impressed. Uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> but <laughs> loading screens for Until Dawn. Uh, I don't know if you know Peter Stormare. Who's I love Peter Stormare. Can do no wrong. No. Um, <clears throat> uh, so John isn't great with names. But yeah. he's okay. like you will the, know him when you see him. He's the Russian astronaut in Armageddon. He's Satan in Constantine. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. He's the best. You got me with he is the. He can do no wrong. Eight he's millimeter. The, he's oh, um, Fargo. Fargo. He's great in Fargo. Who's in Fargo? He's the crazy ass okay. guy. He's got with, it. With, he's uh, wood chipper. Yeah, wood chipper. He's with man. Alien uh, Steve Buscemi. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, Peter Stormare is in Until Dawn. So is Hayden Penn and Teller. Panettiere. Hayden Panettiere. Panettiere. Pants and jacket. Pants and jacket. (laughs) (laughs) So they're they're both in there. So every loading screen is a different character who is kind of looking three quarters away from the camera. Sure. But you can control their heads in the loading screen. Mm -hmm. So imagine Peter Stormare is kind of looking to the corner of the screen. But you move the stick to the right, and he like looks directly at oh, you, and it's terrifying. super off-putting. Anyway, that just do they talk? <laughs> the whole that's time? the entire. <laughs> <laughs> do they talk? Or they, they don't just... talk at all. They just stare. Oh, so it's it's unnerving. It, it is really unnerving. Back to the division, though. Sure. <laughs> that's really all I had on the <laughs> division. I do really want to talk about your thoughts on that game, though, because I haven't been wanting to play it, mm-hmm. but. It sounds like, based on what we talked about last podcast and stuff like that, with the um, the whole emotional connections and stuff, it sounds really interesting. Yeah. And well, it might be a- one of those things that I like to hear about more than I like to do. Yeah. So I want to hear about it. <laughs> okay. We'll get to it at some point. Well, maybe we'll do a bonus next episode. episode. Sure. We'll do a- a short, a short episode. Ooh. Portmanteau. No. <laughs> that is a, it's literally a portmanteau. It's, no, I don't think you know what that means. It's, it means when you take two words and you smush them together. I gotta go. <laughs> Fun, fantastic. Oh, okay, sure. Portmanteau. Sure. So, now. So we're going to wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening to episode three. And we'll be back with more The Legend of Things after this. What? Nothing. Oh. Goodbye. (laughs) Thank you for listening to The Legend of Things. Check us out online at thelegendofthings.com. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash forward slash legend of things. 
And for the love of all that is good and holy, subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review. Until next time, this has been The Legend of Things. Things. Things.